0: Yo 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 what's up what's up welcome back to the talk of my shit podcast with your boy Too Skinny no guest this week man I appreciate y'all fucking with me I appreciate y'all putting up with my shit man I know that past few weeks have been all over the place man uh I know that I dropped that Loche episode. I know some of you guys were probably expecting to hear a little bit more about L.A., all the crazy shit I did. Did I, fu- did I fuck a prostitute? Did I not? You know what I'm saying? You got to stick around to the end to find out, though. Um, <clears throat> the reason I didn't talk about L.A. too much last week was obviously because... We did the interview with Manny Tololoche, which was uh, an amazing episode. You know, I fucked with it. He was humble as fuck, cool as fuck. But I didn't want to fuck up his vibe or I didn't want to, like, intervene too much on the episode and make it more about our trip than his career or whatever. So I kind of left that for this week. So we'll talk about everything that happened right uh, in L.A. It was a crazy-ass time. Probably probably one of the best trips to L.A. I've ever had, even though uh, it was six of us sleeping in the same fucking room. Six beds, all bunk beds, by the way. It's not like we had, it's not like we each, each had our own twin bed. None of that shit, nigga. That shit was six, uh, three bunk beds. Them fucking colchones were yoga mats, nigga. The fucking, uh, the, the, I swear to God, those fucking colchones felt like, bro, them colchones was bogus as fuck. salanas were dirty as fuck, nigga. On God. They gave us two toyas for six niggas, two pillows for six niggas. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Bro, I thought they gave me a fat-ass towel because it felt like a towel. You know, a towel feels, like, kind of rough, you know, because it's wiping material, you know, you clean your ass in between your ball sack and your booty crack. You got to clean deep, right? But... I thought that they gave me a fat-ass toya, uh, and the whole time, that was supposed to be my blanket, bro. So needless to say, while we were in L.A., I didn't get any fucking sleep. That was not only because of the uh, way of life we were living out there, but mostly because all the partying we were doing. So this episode's a little bit of a recap of everything that happened. Um, I got uh, I got my homies in the building with me, too. They're not, they're not mic'd up or anything, but I kind of wanted to have them here just so just so we could talk about the the experience and if I fucking forget anything they can kind of let me know and we can talk about it but let's kind of go over everything a little bit you know even from uh from before we left out of here so uh I talked about uh the last episode I did when I was throwing up for most of the fucking episode I talked about uh I talked about having a rat in my house uh probably still here we didn't get rid of it I didn't touch it or anything like I just be leaving food out now like fucking nigga like you could, Do you like deep dish, nigga? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck it, you know? Like, I don't even try to fight that shit no more. But anyway, it, it, it was a crazy-ass week. So on Saturday last week, not this past Saturday while I was in L.A., Saturday last week, I told y'all I did that fucking... Show out in Summit, Illinois. I forgot to mention one part that I feel like was pretty fucking important and cool. Uh, That show went really well. But right right after I got got off the stage, uh, this guy came up to me who was selling T-shirts, hoodies. You know, he has his own store in Chicago called uh, Chicago Gear 312. So shout out to him. The reason for that is because when I got off stage, that dude came up to me like straight up, like straight up. I didn't even get to go to back to the table with the hummies. He came straight up to me. He's like, yo, bro, I got a store in Chicago. Like, and he was selling a few things. He had a table out there and shit. Kind of like a damn flea market nigga. But he had some dope shit, you know, dope Chicago gear, socks gear, cubs gear, bears gear, all that. And he's like, bro, what size are you? I was like, nigga, come on now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nobody need to know that right now. But he's like, no, no, no. I want to give you some free shit. Like, just take with you. You were funny as fuck. I appreciate it. So I was like, oh word. Well, what's the biggest size you got? And he was like, yeah, I'm a fucking. I'm not going to tell y'all what size I am. But But, uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, I got your size. I got your size. So I'm like, bet, let me get that. He's like, well, let me look for it. Because, you know, big sizes be all the way in the bottom and shit. So that fool had to, like, go through piles of clothes. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go sit down. I already figured, like, he not finna have shit. So I'm going to have to fuck it. I mean, I'm not going to get shit probably. But I appreciate the gesture. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he actually, as soon as I went back to my chair a few minutes later, came up to me gave me a free hoodie a socks hoodie so have you seen that picture of me uh in out in l a where I got the in n out holding up to my ear i'm wearing that socks hat with the socks hoodie He actually gave me that for free as well as a different t shirt for that had like uh the fucking uh the he had that fucking uh the t shirt that had like the fucking l train map or whatever and uh, uh hold up give me one second i'm fucking uh it's cause like sometimes you go to take a shit and you wipe your ass, but you don't wipe it all the way. Like it still be a little bit of shit in there, and my booty kind of hurting right now. I'm fucking fixing myself, bro.
1: Spicy.
0: It should be spicy. It should be picante, nigga. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like fuck, bro. No, 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 no. Uh, anyway, anyway, let's get right back into it. So that 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 dude. Uh, 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 we got a different issue there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My bad, my bad, my bad. Anyway, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh shit. One. Uh, well, let me take
1: over.
0: Yeah, take over a little bit. Nah, I'm just kidding. Sit your ass back down, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Sit back, little bro. I got this, bro. Take over. You wasn't finna take over shit, nigga. Yeah, when yeah he was, nigga. Yeah, when you was nervous when Manny I was not nervous when Manito told nigga. I was being gay as fuck
1: the whole
0: time. Yeah, man. that's why I was nervous. I was nervous because you was going to fuck everything up for the whole gang, nigga. Phone him, nigga. We got dreams to make it, it out there. It was It was not a hit or miss. It was finna be a hit or miss to your face, bitch-ass nigga. i oh, God, oh, nigga. Shit. Almost fucked the whole podcast. Hey, Tony and this bitch, obviously, dumb as hell, don't got nowhere to live. Uh, <laughs> nah, man. LA was fucking amazing, bro. Um it it, it was a uh, it was a dope man. So anyway, let's let's get, let's fast forward to so anyway, let's fast forward a little bit to shows though real quick. We haven't got to LA yet so I can treat your bitch ass. Anyway, um so then I fast forward a little bit. Uh after Saturday, I had the show of Mojos that was sold out. That show went fucking amazing. Everybody that was there was respectful. People bought tickets. The comedians were great. Um, we even tried new food because I don't know if you guys been to Mojo's out in Plainfield. Shout out to them. They uh, they sell like Louisiana Cajun food or whatever. So we were eating uh, crawfish. I don't know if you guys ever had that. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know what to compare it to. I don't want to say it's like langostinos. It might be similar to langostinos. Kind of tastes like shrimp. But it's a Louisiana thing, basically. Uh, they almost like small lobsters, goddammit. But anyway, you, you you're supposed to like grab them from the fucking back and turn them like in, like 360. It's like basically you're supposed to like twist them until their fucking body comes apart. Then the meat comes out. You're supposed to suck on the meat. You know what I'm saying? And it's supposed to be real good, right? Anyway, so we bought some of that. We tried some crab cakes. It was good food. Got paid. So it it was decent. You know, Tuesday was a fucking vibe. Um, A lot of people were telling me, like, oh, you were the best one on the show type shit. So, you know, boosted the fuck out of my ego. You already know I was on Instagram, Flake Stuff. But anyway, the next day um, was a little bit more nerve-wracking because on Wednesday... You know, obviously, I got this whole thing. I'm about to fly out to L.A. We got to do this podcast. But at the same time, I want to make sure that my focus is in my material and my shows. Make sure that I'm not fucking up. So uh, I had got booked for Zany's in Chicago. Uh, I ended up going out there with uh, uh, with the homie JV. You already know. he, you, you guys know the pictures on my Instagram. You know, he takes all those and shit. So I'll be looking fly as fuck, nigga. But anyway, I went out with him. Clarissa ended up coming with me and shit. She was looking for new dick to suck. And uh, my little sister as well came with me probably for the same reason. And um, (laughs) I'm just kidding, man. Shout out my sister. Anyway, uh, we were out there. That, that fucking show was a vibe, bro, because at Zany's for that Wednesdays after work, they have a DJ spending for like two hours. Drinks are like half off. And then for comedians, comedians don't have to pay for drinks. So if the people that are with me and I'm sitting with them, as long as I go up to the bar and ask for drinks, they give them to me. I just have to walk. I'm, I got to play a bartender, basically. But I mean, as I get them back to the table, everybody drinks for free. So I started getting shots of Patron. I started getting beers. You know, me, we, we getting fucked up. You know, my sister and Clarissa are sitting in a separate table, so they got to pay for their drinks. But, you know, I'm saying, don't care anyway, then, <laughs> then uh, we, we, it was a pretty lit ass fucking show bro, after that, they, they said oh, it's gonna be an after party across the hall, everybody come through, come through, so I'm I mean, not across the hall, sorry, across the fucking street, dude and uh, we're like, fuck it, you know so we're out there in Old Town, there's this bar called Woody's across the street, so we're like, fuck it, let's go to the after party, we walk into the after party it's fucking lit, you know, they, they got like the second floor up there, so it was basically only people from Zany, so there's people that were in the crowd that came up to me, dot me up fuck with me, the producers, the other comedians so it was just a fucking dope ass vibe the only thing i gotta fucking figure out is how not to spend a lot of fucking money when i go out because bro i swear to god i'd be making not shit of money but i'd be out there blowing everything bro we 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 uh because it's because i mean i got fucked up for free at zanies but then at the bar obviously they don't cover my shit nigga so i'm over there ordering four or five buckets of coronas i don't even drink coronas like that but you know we were hood bitches, so I was like, "Fuck it, I guess." So we start drinking Coronas. I start swiping my card. I, 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 every time my cards get swiped, I'm crossing my fingers and shit. Nigga, like, God, dear Lord, please let my stimmy hit early, nigga, because this shit finna decline, nigga. And I already, I already ate, I already drank the motherfucking beer, nigga. I'm gonna have to mop in this bitch. But anyway, it was a great time. We didn't even. Clarissa had to work at 1 a.m. that night. We didn't get back to the apartment till like 3 p.m. Or 3 a.m., sorry. That girl ended up dropping us off and then ended up going straight to calling off, boy. But uh, regardless, it was a dope-ass night. Then after Zany's, uh, we had one more day, which was Thursday. That was the day that we had basically saved so we can pack, get all our shit ready. We, You know, we went out to record a podcast. So Jesus had to get the mics, equipment, wires. Uh, JV had to get the cameras, everything. You know, Tony had to get... Tony didn't do shit, but... Anyway... <laughs> Tony slept over and got fucked up with me the night before. So that's enough from him. I
1: was watching
0: you pack. Yeah, he was watching me pack, man. But uh, he was watching my pack. Anyway, uh, Anyway, so so Thursday night was like kind of like a chill night. But at the same time, I did laundry. um, Got my shit ready. Anyway, point is, we we shoot out of here Friday morning. Wake up around 8 a.m. And uh, Melo ends up sliding through. He's the guy. Obviously, if you guys know Melo, you know... He's dumb as hell, switching sides like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? He say he with us, but then he be with them. We don't really know how he rocking, but also he used to wear a helmet for half his childhood. So we don't really know what's wrong with that nigga. You know what I'm saying? He kind of, Tony said he looked like a Muppet and he kind of do, nigga.
1: My friend had it homeless the whole time. Every uh, time we go to a gas station, I just ask for
0: money. Yeah, get off my nigga like that, bro. Anyway, uh, so I'm just kidding. So Melo came through, man. Uh, then Chins came through, so it was, uh, everybody that went to the trip, well, every, well we kind of went separate, it kind of makes some sense, I'll talk about it right now, uh, producer obviously had to handle some business, he was like, I'm gonna I'm a fly out there in the afternoon, but I'm gonna go, so we're like, "Bet," you know, so we all met up here in the morning, Chins, JV, myself, Melo, Tony, we get out of here, um, you know, we make the flight, we, we, we get on the flight, end up, uh, going all the way to L.A., so we touched down in L.A. Surprisingly, it was a little bit chilly, nigga. Goddamn, damn, it wasn't even that warm. I was like, "Holy fuck!" It's it's, it's the same damn temperature as Chicago. But we, we get in L.A., you know, and all my homies, as soon as we touch down, they're, like, party mode. You know, we're vacation, getting fucked up. But low-key, you know, I told, I, I mean, I had to do the podcast on Saturday. The podcast was scheduled for 12 at noon with Manny Tololoche. And I know there's people in Aurora that don't know who he is. There's people who are like, oh, well, he's not that big of a deal, whatever the fuck, you know. But, like, he he got, like, he he's pretty well-known in the music business, and I know that he has other shit to do, so for him to take the time to come out and fuck with us already meant a lot, so I didn't want to go unprepared like one of my regular podcasts where I just mumble off and, and don't don't talk about shit, so I was like, I want to have some substance to the conversation, you know, learn a little bit from him and take the time, you know, if he gave me the time to chop it up with him, fuck it, you know what I'm saying, take some gems from him and shit, so uh, he agreed to, to noon on Saturday, so then Friday, I'm like, well, I can't really get too fucked up because I don't want to fuck this podcast up because I know if I get all this coke and I drink and I'm gonna stay up all day I'm not gonna be in my element tomorrow I'm gonna just be mad as fuck cranky as fuck hungover as fuck <laughs> and I'm definitely not gonna want to do the podcast so, fun, so I was like bet you know so anyway we, we, we get there and then, and then you know we, Tony's like come on let's get some beer and we're like nah bro we gotta go to the fucking hotel first so we start driving to the hotel then Tony you know he's a little alcoholic and shit so that nigga starts getting in the mood you know like when the kid's like hey let's get McDonald's and you're like no bitch it's McDonald's <laughs> (laughs) I sure was. It's McDonald's at home. And nigga just crossed his hands and just shut the fuck up the whole way to the hotel. But before that, I should mention that we rented out what was supposed to be a Chevy Suburban. Three seats, three rows, fits eight, seven motherfuckers. It was only six of us, but we wanted to make sure we had the space. We get the Enterprise out in L.A., They're like, yeah, we don't got a Suburban. I was like, bitch, then why the fuck did you make me book it if you ain't got it? Like, what the fuck's the point of reserving a car, putting a deposit, paying for it up front, and you show up and it's not there? So they're like, oh, yeah, we don't know, you know? So we're like, fuck you, man. So they try to give us this, like, Mitsubishi truck. It wasn't, like, a big truck. It was, like, one of those that just was barely a truck, you know? Like, it grew up a little. Like, it was little bro trying to be big bro, but it really wasn't. And, um... We were if It looked nice. It was black on black. It looked nice, but we knew that the space was going to be an issue. So we were like, what else you got? He was like, I mean, I got a minivan. But he said it like kind of funny. Like, I know y'all don't want that. But but at that point, you know what I'm saying? I'm a big motherfucker. My homie's pretty big. You know, JV built like Optimus Prime and shit. <laughs> Tony built Bogus and shit. <laughs> and then Jesus is just the only decent normal one. He almost fucked my aunt. But uh, <laughs> we got... We gonna talk about that in a little bit. And her dog. And her dog. But uh, no, so we, so we, end, I ended up, uh, we ended up. Uh, they gave us this option to get a, a Chrysler minivan, the Pacific or whatever the fuck it is not to be confused with Pacifico, the beer, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, we're like, fuck it, you know? Like, it don't not vende laño and shit, so we're like, fuck it, let's, let's jump in there. They gave us, like, a nice maroon color, which is one of my favorite colors. I was like, fuck it. So me, I get shotgun, because obviously I'm the fucking artist. Shin's <laughs> got the truck under his name, so he obviously wanted to drive. You know, we put the rest of the motherfuckers in the backseat, and we got to cruising, you know? Like I said, Tony was mad, because we didn't get beer, so I was like, you know what, fuck it, let's pull over. You know, these niggas on vacation, I don't got to make them suffer with me let him get fucked up so we ended up getting a few drinks or whatever got back on the highway headed to the hotel you know we we're already sipping or whatever i'm like fuck i'm already feeling decent trying to get fucked up but i'm like nah nah i gotta keep my composure so uh we ended up getting to the hotel we gotta park far as shit because there's no fucking parking in this hotel because there's no even there's not even no fucking pillows in this hotel nigga so we end up we end up parking like a few blocks away you know and end up walking to uh Walk into the hotel now the hotel is called freehand hotel which they have king suites they have queen suites they have twin bed suites but they also have like shared room suites which is like multiple motherfuckers i think it's six and it also goes up all the way to eight if you if it's eight of y'all motherfuckers but this is like a some affordable trip right and obviously the reason we went so deep is because we had to work you know what i'm saying i had to do this podcast i know y'all know jesus does the audio jv does the video I mean, Chins is you know one of my best friends. Every time we go to LA, I go with him. He's like my LA partner. Tony, we're like Ugh. we do the drugs. <laughs> we're like Tony, Tony, you're my you're my party party buddy. We do the drugs. Yeah, me and Tony don't. We do the drugs. No se raja cuando sale el pase. So I was like, fuck it, I'll bring Tony too. And then we brought Melo, too, cause you know what I'm saying, like. His mom doesn't love him. In his- <laughs> nah, but, but, nah, but, you know, we brought Melo because he's the one that linked us with Manny Toraloche. He obviously, he got cool with him while he was on the SMO tour with him. And, you know, he got cool with a lot of those artists. You know, he, if you look at Melo's page, he's followed by, like, JD from Herencia, J.O.P. from Fuerza Regida, Jimmy Humilde. Like, all them niggas follow him. Like, he, he, I'm not going to say he's, like, cool with them, but they message back and forth, you know, every, on, every once in a while. So he was the plug that got me there. So we're like, fuck it, we'll fly you out. And you don't have to worry about, you know, paying for the trip. Just, you know, bring money to hang out or whatever. He's like, bet. So we end up shooting out there now. I should mention this because I don't want to mislead anybody. Like, I don't want to be on Instagram. Like, I don't want y'all to feel like, oh, this nigga, he got the stimmy. They're balling now. Oh, they got their taxes. They're balling now. Nah, bro. Like, we're working, bro. We're investing in ourselves. And I know life looks, like, perfect online. But in reality, we go through struggles, too, nigga. Like, I'm telling you, we bought most of these tickets and the hotel room—that's why we. The reason we only got one room is because my nigga JV—he was a professional scammer, <laughs> and and he was. And I'm not, I'm not gonna knock his hustle because it paid for the trip. He he was on part of the you should be here people. So we'll put up the sign on Instagram. You should. He was the he was the main motherfucker, bro. If you got ever if you ever got lured into that shit. He's the main guy. But anyway, he and He did actually take trips, and he racked up all these points and shit. So he took care of the hotel and most of our flights uh, with points only. Literally paid $0 out of our pocket. So he blessed us with that, you know what I'm saying? So we all kind of put in our part to make this trip happen, you know? Because like, I feel like motherfuckers be like, oh, you know, these niggas. Nah, bro, we broke as shit too, nigga. Like, we trying to make it, nigga. We following in the dream. Like, we not broke as shit, like, but... Broke his piss, nigga. Like, we up there, nigga. But anyway, anyway. Nah, stimmy here. Fuck that. I'm up, nigga. She broke. I'm up, nigga. Anyway, um, we 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 did all these things, pulled all these strings. Everybody played a part to make this trip happen. So we get to the hotel. Nobody's complaining, you know what I'm saying? Because we know what we had to do to make this shit happen. Everybody, you know, picks up the fucking bunk bed. I low-key wanted a top bunk bed, but then they were like, nigga, fuck that. You know, you, nobody fit sleep under you because if this shit fall apart and a 9-11, this whole fucking hotel, nigga. But I was like, fuck it, I'll get the bottom one. Anyway, so we, we ended up chilling right there. We all get dressed, and I was like, well, fuck it, because Jesus was going to fly in later that afternoon around 8 p.m. or so. So I was like, well, while we're here, I want to go out to L.A. and visit my family, my uncle. So no, most of you guys have heard about my uncle. I've told stories about my uncle, hashtag Krikri, all that. you know. So I'm like, oh, I'm in L.A. I don't want him to think because I don't, I'm not staying at his house. I don't want to visit him. So I was like, I got to make a little bit of time. So I tell the homies, I'm like, yo, I'm finna shoot out here. You guys wanna come or not? They're like, fuck it, let's ride. So we get in the whip, drive all the way up to the valley, and, and, and we walk in, right? And my cousin, he, he, he's, he's there. My other cousin, everybody's there, you know what I'm saying? I'm hanging out. We end up buying a 24-pack of Corona Familiar, and we start sipping in the front porch of Cali. You know, it's Cali. It's cold, but still Cali. So we're sipping, drinking, spark up some joints. So we're all kicking it. And then um, my cousin, my cousin's like, so what's up, man? Like, you going to need some Coke or what? So, and I'm like, mm, duh. Duh, need Coke. So he like, bet. Well, how much you need? I'm like, well, how much you niggas got? He was like, well, my plug got like two Gs. I was like, well, I want an eight ball, bro. 3.5 for the niggas that don't know, for the niggas that don't step like I step. And I'm just oh, shit. <laughs> I'm,
2: just,
0: I'm just kidding, right? So, so I'm like, bro. And by the way, I didn't do none of this Coke. But anyway. <laughs> Not me, though. But anyway, so. He like, damn, bro, my plug only got two Gs on them, but it's some straight. fire. Man. Nah, stop disrespecting my cousin, bro. Right, we're, right, talk- right, we're not right. in L.A. no more, nigga. Yeah, not that big bro. Nah, yeah, that's not what right. I thought, nigga. Real yeah, talk, nah, but nah, yeah. nah, real talk, dude. You're going too <laughs> fucking far, bitch. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, so this dude's like, yeah, I got two Gs, whatever. So I'm like, fuck it, give me the two Gs. So we take the two Gs. We split them up in half. Well, they were already split in half. I gave one G to Tony. I got one G. You know what I'm saying? We doing our thing independently. You know what I'm saying? I'm not bothering Tony. He not bothering me. We kicking it. My uncle come around like what's good. I'm like, yeah, you already know what it is. Give him a little Power Ranger boost. And, and, and we kicking it, right? Then I told him Tony keeps bugging. He like, bro, let's get more. Bro, let's get more. Oh
1: that it always on me?
0: It was you. But I'm not gonna say I didn't say that no.
1: right, So, say I, no,
0: so it. I'm like, fuck it, let's get more, food. Let's get it. So at that point I'm already feeling litty, right? Boliche, nigga. So, yeah. Boliche. So I told my so my cousin's plug obviously was dry. So I go to my uncle. My uncle, you already know my uncle got that heat. So I go to my uncle, I'm like, hey, deal. He's like, what's up? Right? He, nah, he, yeah. didn't say, he didn't say, what's up? He said, ¿qué pasó? So I'm like, um. You know what I'm, saying? I'm like, what's up with a what's up with a ball, right? With an eight ball He like, damn, bro. He like, let me hold on, let me see what I can do. Texted a few niggas, then he comes back. He like, I got you 150. Now, if you guys don't know about drug terms, a ball. Around here, it costs $250. And he'd probably be, snorting, probably be snorting some drywall, nigga. So $150 out there. And Cali is love. So I'm like, fuck it, let's get it. So me and Tony go half on that shit, pick up the ball. So now we got, we got, we got a total of 3.5 plus 2. That's 5.5. 5.5 grams, you know. And we, we grab that. And then we're kicking it. We're getting tipsy. But Jesus is about to fly in. So we're like, fuck, we got to bounce, you know. So we're like, fuck it. So we end up heading out, go back to the airport, all the way back to LAX, scoop the nigga up. And then now at this point, I'm already tipsy. So we start, we keep sipping, we keep geeking. We're like, what, what do we want to do? What do you want to do, right? <clears> Her <throat> was like, fuck it, let's get some in and out We go to in and out have a little bit of that, you know what I'm saying? And then we wanted, we were looking for street hot dogs, because you guys know, you know what I'm saying? I always talk about the street hot dogs, you know, bacon wrap, grilled onions, all that shit. And uh, we couldn't find any. We go down Hollywood Boulevard, we go down Sunset Boulevard. We couldn't find any anywhere bro so we ended up settling for this restaurant called pink's hot dogs which is a pretty big pretty big tourist attraction they sell huge hot dogs chili dogs uh they're real famous for using pastrami on their hot dogs which is that meat that people use for like reuben sandwiches so we go out there you know we we all get a bur- a hot dog we max out it's pretty fire then after that we end up doing my favorite thing to do when i'm in la besides coke i like to drive up to you know what I'm saying west hollywood hills and uh, just admire. look at the fucking big old dumbass houses. You know, I've talked about this multiple times. Look at the houses. Look at the cars. Look at the view more than anything. You know, it's something out of this world. You know, something that motivates me, puts me in a different fucking way of, like, mindset. You know, it, it kind of, every time I go out there, it resets me to, like, go harder, you know? And we did just that. So, I, we were up there. You know, finally, we end up going home. We end up going home about 12, 1, not too late. And I'm like, at, when we get to the hotel, I'm like, well, we could, everybody go to bed have a good night, go to sleep, get this podcast knocked out tomorrow and then we can party. But, you know, when you're already into the fucking mix, you're like, hell, nah, nigga, let's keep this shit going. So me and Tony, uh, Jesus, I think, kicked it with us for a little bit because he had, had work that morning. So I know he was a little bit more tired that first night. So we drank probably about 2, 3 in the morning. Then my nigga Jesus tapped out. It's just me and Tony. We we going hard. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, you know, Jesus and the other guys, they're not geeking. It's just me and Tony. So it's like, fuck, you know, obviously they're not going to compete with us. So we, we we kick it right there. Dude, I swear to God, out of the five grams, we probably had about half a gram left at the end of the night. It was like Fucking 6 a.m. The sun is already coming up. And it's the West Coast, so you know you already know the come the sun the come. The cum. The cum! <laughs> there's well, a lot of cum this trip. But anyway, so the, the sun comes up from the West Coast, obviously, so we get like the fucking beaming fucking sun. So I was like, fuck, there's no way I'm gonna be able to knock the fuck out now, you know? So it, that's exactly what happened. I just fucking stayed up all night. My homies were all knocked out. Tony fucking started snoring. I don't know how the fuck is this nigga snoring? We're geeked as fuck. But you know, niggas is built different, I guess. So Or maybe he just took three of Melo's Xanax and fucking popped them. (laughs) By the way, side note, Melo, I love you. But this nigga, see, this is a creative-ass nigga. This nigga took his Nintendo Switch and where the fucking, the slot where the game goes, he put in hella Zans in that motherfucker and flew him out to Cali. So Respect. Respect. <laughs> respect respect for that respect for that anyway um so then it com- the morning comes you know my homies start waking up like 7 a.m you know because we're you, you, i don't know about you guys but when you're on vacation niggas just be waking up early i just think it's because when we're at home and like, you wake up at home you're just like fuck fuck this life let me go back to sleep fuck work fuck everything but when you're out having fun no work you almost wake up early naturally no matter how much you drank the night before because i feel like your body's so excited and happy to, to, to be out doing some other shit you know so all the homies end up waking up like I, honestly it wasn't even like fucking 7 it was probably earlier like 6.30 I remember we looked at the time and it was early as fuck it was 6.30 so I was happy I was like damn thank god everybody woke up there because I haven't slept so I want to talk to somebody <laughs> so the homies all wake up you know we're bullshitting that morning and um Man, was that the morning that Tony did that fuck shit or was he did it the next nah, night? Like, yeah. Okay, okay. So anyway, so, so we're like, all right, well, we need to get some fucking food. So we start looking at food places. Then we realize like, it's fucking 630 in the morning. We're not going to be able to go nowhere, right? So we're like, fuck it. So we end up making some time. Everybody gets showered, dressed, whatever. Um, and, and, and we end up uh, heading out, right? We're like, well, fuck, it's around 9 a.m. We head out. We're like, well, we gotta get some food. We gotta, we gotta get some grub before before we record this podcast. So everybody's like, what do you want to do? And kind of, we were all kind of indecisive. You know, the thing is that when you take a trip with a lot of niggas or a lot of people, period, which I've done before. Like, you guys almost never, you guys are almost always going to end up either in an argument or people are going to go their own way because nobody wants to do the same thing that another person wants to do. Like, it's hard to convince six niggas unless you guys go there with plans of what you're going to do already, you know? So, anyway, we we were debating on where to go. Finally, we we, we uh, decided to go to Roscoe's, which is a very famous uh, chicken and waffle spot in L.A., and uh, and, and we went, but... I didn't realize that L.A. was still shut down, so there is no dining whatsoever. Like I, like here in Illinois, it seems like shit is shut down, but they still allow certain stuff, have capacity. Most restaurants will allow you inside with a mask on. In L.A., you can maybe go inside for pickup, but most places don't even let you do that. They have a table sitting at the door in the front, and they basically... Uh, they basically uh, take your order and then bring it back out to you. So anyway, we're in line at Roscoe's. We realize, holy fuck, we're probably not going to get our food anytime soon. And we need to hurry up so we can record this podcast at noon with Manny Tololoche, right? So so at this point, Melo's Mello the guy that's been contacting Manny Tololoche this whole time to get a hold of him, to have him agree with everything. And, uh, and and I, I kind of didn't really do any of the legwork, you know. Hence why I took Mello, right? So he's way cooler with him than me. But I wanted to, to be a secure thing, so I know if I took Mello, it would be more secure. So anyway, Mello leaves his phone at the fucking house, at the hotel, I mean. And we we go out to eat. Roscoe's doesn't work out, so we're like, fuck Roscoe's. Let's go. Let's go to. Uh, Dude, let's go to another spot, and it was called. I know the name of it. It's called the uh, My Jammin Cafe. Fuck that spot fool. We were at we were at My Jamming Cafe, which is supposed to be some type of Caribbean spot with really good uh chicken or whatever. So I was like fuck I was like fuck it. Uh, These niggas man. So, so I was like fuck it right. Um it so, is
2: so,
0: so, 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 so I'm like uh I'm like fuck it right. Um let, let, let's uh let's go let's go, right? Ugh fucking hair in my mouth. <laughs> Somebody fucking his Suisse chairs hair all in my fucking mouth. We don't have any shirts and right now recording this podcast shirtless and we'll talk about why in a little bit. So anyway, so we, we go to this chicken spot, we order our food. It's literally, bro, I swear to God, we ordered our food at 10 oh three p a.m. 10 oh three a.m. We did not. They told us it was gonna be a forty-five minute wait. So already I was fucking pissed. But I was like, you know what, forty-five minutes, I can wait. Forty-five minutes, uh, I've waited longer. You know, they let me know already off the bat, so I can wait. So I braced myself for forty-five minutes. We go back to the car. Mellow skating up and down the fucking street. Tony's Tony, Tony went around the corner somewhere, and came back with fucking twelve pack at ten a.m. I was like, nigga, who the fuck sold you a twelve pack at ten a.m. Niggas don't even let us go into the chicken and waffle spot. But anyway. Oh, I
1: did. I yeah. forgot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so he comes back with a 12-pack. So now all the homies outside the van just sipping 10 a.m. with it. I'm like, fuck, you know. And I, at that point, I'm like, you know, 10 a.m. is way too close to noon. I do not want to get fucked up and have Manny Toloche to see me fucked up. I will get fucked up with Manny while we record, but not before. I don't want him to show up and I'm all disrespectful or stupid, you know. So I, I declined all the drinks. I didn't drink. Bro, I swear to God two hours pass by at fucking noon I'm freaking out because I'm like fuck we're supposed to record at noon Melo left his phone charging in the hotel (laughs) we're fucking our food is not coming out yet what the fuck's going on? So at that point, we all jump out the whip. And everybody's asking, "What the fuck? What's the deal? Where the food at? Where the food at? Literally, where the food at?" And then, uh, and then, uh, the, finally, they fucking tell us, like, "Oh, you know here." So eventually, bro, we all start getting our food. Right? Fucking two hours later, we're fucking pissed. Motherfucker's not even hungry no more; just mad. At that point, I had to fuck. I was scared. I was like, "Dude, Maytho is probably outside, and we are here fucking around." So I texted him Logi through Instagram, and he does actually follow me on Instagram. And, and real quick, real quick backstory: the the way that. Uh, the way that Manny Dolo shit found me was because I for the people that went to the pop-up show, the actual talk of my shit pop-up show. Put that shit no, down. my, bad, bro, my bad. This nigga retired as fuck already on that lame more. Dumb ass <laughs> nigga. And anyway, um, so we're fucking uh we go to we go to fucking uh see you fucking I lost track of time now because you lame as hell. Build bogus as shit, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> nigga, you build like that plastic like a plastic baby nigga that you buy. Like you know, just like I wanna pick you up right now, nigga. <laughs> I'm ass bitch on gun nigga. We did two a balls. Okay, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> so, all right, so, so anyway, we, I end up messaging him. I'm like, yo, bro, you know, I'm sorry, we're, we're still out. I'm on my way back right now. I hope we're still good for 12, or if one works best for you, let me know what works best for you, right? I didn't get no message back from him, so I'm like, fuck, you know, this nigga not gonna hit me back up. He's gonna cancel on me. We ended up going all the way back to the hotel. Everybody gets in the hotel. We were kind of like all on, 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 like, oh shit, get on it, get on it. Like, he's about to come, he's about to come. Oh, and <laughs> 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 and he came all over me. Nah, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 I, so, so, so <laughs> and we ended up, um, we ended up trying to get ready, and then Manny Tololoche actually texts Melo you know Melo that now he has his phone, and he says, "Hey, bro." I really I'm gonna do this podcast, but there's a pipe that broke in my house, and I'm getting it fixed right now, so I gotta go shower at a relative's house let's push it back to three p m so at that point, I start freaking out I'm like. Fuck, bro. I, because I've done this to people, not for podcast reasons, but like sometimes you want to hang out with somebody and you really don't want to, so you're like, oh, bro, I'm a, I have something came up, I'm gonna do it later. And then when that later comes around, you let them know, like, oh, actually, bro, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to do it. And then you send them off, right? So right off the bat, you know, my send off instincts kicked in. I was like, oh, this dude's about to send me off and shit. So I was like, fuck it. You know, we already out here in LA. So and at that point, I'm super tired, haven't slept. So I was like, fuck it. It's 12. He said 3 p.m. Let me knock out for two hours or whatever. And right before I knocked out, Manny actually sends me a text message on instagram and he's like hey bro i just told mellow that 3 p.m works best for me and he told me everything that happened right i'm like oh that's super dope that he actually hit me back up so i'm like oh bro it's all good 3 p.m works fine for me we'll have some food and we'll have some road for you you know because you're a smoker he's like bet so i knock out for like two and a half hours finally wake up and i'm like and then mellow wakes everybody up he's like yo yo this nigga's about to come so y'all niggas gotta get this shit set up of course my niggas take forever because they do shit whenever the fuck they want to <laughs> jv literally jv Literally sat on the fucking bed until 3 p.m. And then got up and said, bro, it's not going to work. I'm like, what do you mean it's not going to work, nigga? You had all day to figure this shit out. He's like, yeah, bro, but the lighting and the windows, I got to go buy a fucking ring light. I'm like, bro, you had all fucking day to set this shit up. Now you got to go buy the fucking ring light? So he's like, yeah. So he ends up leaving, right? We end up kicking it right there. Then JV literally barely makes it in right as many, just coming up the fucking elevator. And he, he, this nigga didn't come with no fucking ring light. Came with two fucking Dollar Tree flashlights. Like, what am I, a fucking scavenger hunt, nigga? Hey, bro. So he brought two, batter, two fucking flashlights, ended up putting up... Like, we made it work. We didn't take no tripods, because obviously, you know, we're not going to fly with that shit. He ended up putting up both cameras in the stairs. So, two obviously, there's three different bunk beds, so they each have their own staircase... He put one camera in each of the stairs, you know, like we made it work. You know, my, Manny Tololoche's microphone, we put it on top of the fucking little stool that we did so much cocaine off. <laughs> and then and then for me, I, I had to use my own fucking carry-on bag that, that I took on the plane to put my microphone on. Because we literally had no tables, nothing. So I'm like, fuck it, you know. So Manny ends up walking in. We dap him up, you know. I kind of want to break the ice with him, so I start chopping it up with him. He's kind of like okay but again it's six niggas in one room this is kind of awkward so we end up you know talking to him a little bit we i end up go, well i gave some cash to mellow he ended up getting an uh, 18 pack of modelos then um then uh, what's it called uh, fucking mellow actually went to shake shack we were staying above a shake shack mellow went to shake shack to get him some food so we had him welcomed very well you know the dude came in and i was like well fuck it you know before we do anything else let's go ahead and record this episode i already the whole flight from uh from Chicago to LA I was working on my notes making sure my shit was good well actually not the whole flight for the first half I watched Creed which is a great movie (laughs) but for the second fucking half I worked on my notes so I was prepared you know he ends up walking in we sit down in the little bench in the hotel like literally there's one bench one stool and six beds And we me and him both sat on the fucking same bench. I was like, this bitch finna break in half, boy. Because, you know, Manny, a big motherfucker. Anyway, so he ends up sitting in. We end up getting the podcast started. We start recording. We start vibing. He's a super cool dude. Literally the whole podcast. I don't know if you guys can hear it, if you actually heard it. uh, But we're smoking, smoking. We sparked maybe four or five big old dumbass uh, joints. Uh, Melo actually got a pre-roll for free off this one dude he was talking to while while we were waiting for the food. I think Melo let him touch his ass or something. But... (laughs) He got a he got a free pre roll, which was a it was a Gary Payton pre roll. So he had like wax on it was fat glass tip everything it was good you know. So me and Manny end up smoking the whole podcast. We end up I had modelos we bought the modelos. We didn't have a fridge obviously because we didn't even have f- fucking pillows. But we are creatives and collect mostly. And we put the fucking beer in the fucking bathroom sink. We had two bathroom sinks for some reason. And uh, we put ice in the fucking sink. And we just literally had them sitting right there. You know, red, red roof vibes. Yeah, I already know y'all hoes know exactly what I'm talking about. All the fucking <laughs> dirty, nasty thoughts that be going to the red roof parties, Super 8 parties. Y'all already know. You use the bathtub, put two, three big bags of ice, and then drop all the fucking liquor in that motherfucker. So anyway, dude, you better not post me on Snapchat with no fucking shirt.
1: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm record your nasty ass bitch, bitch fucking you talking <laughs> about? Like, oh, God! That, hey, you on right shit, boy! Hey, Look your
0: whole body, Anyway, so so anyway, we we get done recording the episode. At that point, you know, I'm high as fuck. We are each of us like Manny's like five six uh, Modelos in. I'm like five six Modelos in, uh, and, and we're. I was like, fuck it, it's time to party. You know, we're ready to party now. So I, I thought he was gonna get up and leave right away. You know, I was like, this fool's gonna. Uh, uh, uh uh, I was like, this fool's gonna want to go ahead and get the fuck out as soon as uh uh uh, uh as soon as we get done recording or whatever and then uh he he did it he ended up staying a little bit longer uh we were kind of like all right nigga you can dip nigga <laughs> what's going on here now nah, but like i was you know it was obviously obviously an honor to kick it with him and low-key in my notes for the podcast i had i had uh put down the story of when i went out to la and i fucked that hooker in that rv you know in Van nice and i was gonna tell him the story on the podcast you know so it could be funny and all that but then i was like well number one I already told the story on the podcast a few times. I don't want to have people sit through it three a third different time. But number two, I don't know how he's going to react to that kind of content because he pulled up with his manager, you know. So they were kind of already on like what to talk about, not to talk about, I think between themselves. But they never said anything to me. So I, I, I could have really done it, but I ended up not doing it in my notes because I felt like the podcast was flowing a little bit too professional. So I didn't want to just come out, come around the back and talk about a hooker and shit. And then he also said he had a daughter and a wife. So I was like, I don't want his daughter to listen to this or his wife and be like, who the fuck was you hanging out with? Right. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. You know, let's just uh, let's just uh, not bring it up. You know, so then after we got done recording, I was like, I'm going to still tell him the story. You know, so I started telling him because when I fly out to L.A., for the people that don't know, Or when I fly out anywhere, I have to use a fucking seatbelt extender. It's an extendo, you know, like a 30-clip for your gun. But there's an extendo to make the seatbelt wrap around my stomach, fool. So I was like, fuck— uh, so I told him, and I was like, "He's a big guy. I know he fucking has to deal with the same problems I have to deal with. So I know it'll make him laugh if I show him this seatbelt extender, right?" So I start talking about the extender, you know, and the homie's like, "Pull it out, pull it out." I was like, what y'all want me to pull out?" Uh. But anyway, I'm like <laughs> that, and then I pull out the fucking seatbelt extender. Manny's fucking dying laughing, you know. It was a good time. Then I ended up telling him the fucking hooker story after he was laughing about the extender, and dude, I swear to God, he was laughing like like more than the podcast, just literally dying laughing. So it made me feel good. I felt like. Like, I literally damn near started doing my set for a little bit, trying to get him to laugh. And he kept laughing and laughing. So it was a good-ass time. His manager was laughing like a motherfucker, too. So after a while, you know, we were deciding, like, well, what the fuck are we going to do, right? So we're like, fuck it, let's go get some food. So I start asking him where the food at, you know. Obviously, he knew. And he like, yeah, I got to go to the spot. You know, they make uh, asada charbroiled, and they're supposed to be super fire, da-da-da, tortillas a mano. Like, fuck it, nigga, let's ride. So I was like, you, you want to come with us? What's going on? He was like, dang. Like, he was down at first, but then we changed the subject, and then he ended up, before, right before we were going to head out, he was like, hey, bro, I got to roll out, homies. You know, appreciate y'all for having me. And he kept talking about doing a round two and shit, whether he be in Chicago or I be in L.A. So that was kind of the experience of the podcast out there in L.A. recording with him. And then after, after Manny Tololoche left, though, That's when the fucking party started. You know what I'm saying? That's when I was like, nigga, fuck everything, nigga. I already got this podcast in my fucking bag. Jesus got it in his hard drive. If I fucking die out here, nigga, my nigga finna upload that bitch. I'll go out like that, nigga. That'll be the season finale, bro. Y'all better. (laughs) Matter of fact, y'all niggas could bury me out in L.A., nigga. If y'all want to fucking come pay y'all respect, you bitches finna have to fly out. Spirit. All that. Give a fuck, nigga. On oh, God, bro. Y'all gonna have to fly out. You know, what did Drake say? Didn't Drake say that in one of his songs? Mm-hmm. He's like, y'all gonna have to fly out to pay y'all a little respect or some shit like that. On oh, God, nigga. Big, 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 big Drake gang head ass boy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, bet, um, let's let's get this party started, right? So we end up going to get the tacos at this place that Manito Lolocho recommended it. You know what? I just got one thing to say. You can't trust all fat niggas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: that was, man, that, that
1: it was high quality. It was high cool. quality food. It was just desabredo. With no flavor, you just eat
0: it. Yeah. Hard. Just uh, the song, uh, me, nigga. Y'all niggas swear, bro. Man, shut the fuck up. Nigga, this is my show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so just kidding, bro. We
1: shirtless, sure bitch.
0: Yeah, we are shirtless, which we'll talk about that why we're shirtless right now. I have somebody who's visiting me right now next to me for the first <laughs> time. Hey, he's also shirtless. We
1: convinced, him. Yeah. Man, what
0: the fuck? Is Man, that shout, out to the, yeah. shout out to the homie angel. He's shirtless in this bitch. Don't know what's going on. <laughs> he's like, you need to take off your shirt or your pants, nigga. Oh, he's shit. like, i will to take off my shirt, fool. So anyway, we end, we end up... Uh, we end up going to get the food. The food, it looked amazing. You know, it was outdoors. They were grilling the meat. You know, it looked real good. But when they gave it to us, the, even, even ta- like the texture was good of the food. It was good quality food, like Tony said. But no tenía sabor. I feel like these people get out there and cook all day long. Sometimes they, not that they forget, but, you know, they kind of just rely on the season that's on the grill. And maybe the season that less, no salga tan salado, which makes it. Saborido, you know, when you stop putting seasoning for a while, eventually it's going to be not taste like nothing, you know? So the tacos we got were good, tender, but they just had no flavor, bro. I even had a crip walk up to me and shit. And I'm not talking about a game member. I'm talking about a crippled nigga. <laughs> like... <laughs> On a t, On a fucking chair, nigga? He did. I guess, yeah, that nigga about that. Yeah, that nigga, yeah, he did not walk up to me. That nigga rolled up to me, boy. He, he, he like, as soon as he saw me, he like, what's up, big dog? And I'm like, what's good? He checked you? Crip. Like, yeah. He's like, he's like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? You help a brother out. You already know, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm a good heart, you know what I'm saying? I got a good heart. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to help you out. Reach in my pocket, ain't shit in there. Uh-huh. So I hit my nigga, JV. I'm like, yo... Let me hold five, bro. Let me hold five. JV's like, bet, here go five. I get five from JV. I give it to the homeless dude. So matter point of the story is God gonna bless me because I had the thought, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) it wasn't my money, nigga, but I'm the one that linked JV's money and the crip. (laughs) So really, you know what I'm saying? I'll be in heaven with with it, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Nipsey. Anyway, so we end up going from the taco spot. We're like, fuck it, you know, I want to get fucked up. There's no bars open. We can't really go anywhere, like a club, none of that. I was like, well, let's go back up to the valley with my uncle, you know. At this point, we had run out of coke, I think, that we had already snorted. The eight ball, which is three and a half grams, and we had already each snorted our own grams. So we're fucking five grams, 5.5 grams in. We're like, fuck it, we need more coke, right? Or is it? Yeah, 5.5. Five, five. So we're like, fuck it, let's go get more coke. So we end up going up to the valley. I hit my uncle up. I'm like, what's up with it, bro? You know what I'm saying? Need some of that? And he's like, bet, I got you. So he ends up getting us another eight ball, bro. So now we got, how many grams is that? Seven, five. Plus six, seven, eight, eight, eight point five, nine grams, nine grams, bro. We had nine grams of Coke total, right? We got it in our pocket. Well, we only got 3.5 left in our pocket because we already snorted 5.5. 5. So now this is Saturday night. We're in the valley. We're kicking it. I told, I sent my homie Tony over to the store. So he, I was like, to hey, please go get some liquor? I'm gonna I'm chop it over my uncle real quick. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes over, he runs over, he gets himself a bottle of Bucanas. He, buy, I, he buys me a, 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 was it a gallon? It was the biggest fucking bottle of 1800 you could get.
1: We didn't know what to get though. We were like, yeah, you guys
0: got the worst thing. But anyway, <laughs> Bucana, bitch, we Bucanas was good. Bucana was good. Bucanas was good. I was saying, yeah, I, no, my bad. I fucked up. I, I fucked up. <laughs> I, don't get mad. I
1: snapped. You snapped. Tony snapped.
0: Tony snapped. Yeah. Once nice. this whole fucking trip. Thank you. well then Tony gets annoying as fuck this whole trip. Oh, shit. <laughs> so <laughs> let me tell you. So anyway, so by the way, I should mention this whole fucking trip, Tony's just yelling out dumb shit. This whole trip. Like I'm doing something and he's like, hey, you fucking fat bitch. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, we on Hollywood Boulevard. There's fucking 20 bitches around us. And you just calling me a fat bitch. And then, like, I had got, I, I was wearing my hoodie that I got for free at the fucking show that I had mentioned earlier. But that hoodie was fitting me like a crop top, fool. Like, it was a 4X. I needed bigger. So then, buddy ass was like, uh, so then, you know, I had to stuck, like, I had to stuff my stomach in, like, my pants. For it wouldn't f- be flapping and shit, nigga. I was out there looking like Manny told a myself, nigga. Goddamn it, nigga. So I was like, fuck. So then uh, Tony's like, damn, hey, bro, you got a fat pussy. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> shut the fuck up. So, you know, he being annoying this whole time. But at that point, I'm like, nigga, I'm on demon mode. I already got this podcast done. I'm going to drink it. I'm going to get fucked up. So we're at my uncle's living room at this point. Because, it was like I said, it was cold in Kelly. So we're in the living room deepest shit. is Jesus, myself, Tony, Christian, which is Chins, JV. And Melo actually stayed in the fucking van this whole, this whole time because he was already barred out. So, we're we're sipping, you know, my aunt was actually already fucked up when we got there. She's stumbling everywhere, hugging me, you know. And the first thing she says when she sees the group of guys, she points at Jesus and she's like, "¿Y este qué?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, that, that, that's the new guy. We just picked him up, you know, he wasn't here yesterday." And she's like, "Oh, ese es el nuevo?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then everybody's looking at her right cuz she's in the center of the room. We're all sitting in our chairs around the room. And she all she said, she looks at him and all she says she's like, it's that guapo. but 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 like it would be funny if it was like oh just nonchalant, but she was drunk as fuck, bro. Like my aunt does not speak like that, so for her to say it, it was just funny as fuck. You know my nigga Jesus light skin, so he was getting red and shit, but it, it it was just funny. My uncle was right there, you know my uncle big club gang, so I'm like damn my uncle finna hit this nigga with a pipe. <laughs> I was like my uncle finna think that Jesus trying to pull a chins. <laughs> oh, and- <laughs> He, right. And yeah, nigga, Jesus, Jesus. I was, I was nigga for the hat for the rest of the trip, I was calling Jesus deal. Nigga. <laughs> but no, no, no. So so my aunt she keeps saying, oh, and like the funny thing is that it didn't stop there. She just kept coming up. She's like it's that guapo. She would talk to all of us, you know, dap us up, ask about my mom, ¿cómo está, all that. And then she'll just turn around and look at him, point at him, then look at me, and she'll be like, that guapo. I'm like, nigga, she was, she was I felt like, uh, you know, when you're a female and you bring a good looking nigga. Or when you bring Or you a nigga I don't know why I use that analogy Or when you a nigga And you bring a good looking bitch To the crib And then your uncle's like Hey good shit my nigga You know what I'm saying You snapping or whatever <laughs> Obviously it's never happened to me Because I fuck ugly bitches But <laughs> Anyway um, I mean, like, it,
1: good, it, You know
0: it felt like It felt like that right So my aunt stumbling everywhere I'm like bro She about to stumble on Hazel's On purpose bro And I'm finna have to Light his ass up on God nigga <laughs> Then th- Yeah, and then by, at this point, we left the 1800 bottle on the table. We weren't even drinking that. We popped Tony's Bucanas, and we're just all doming it, bro, mm-hmm. Nadia. Mm-hmm.
1: My the Bucanas. Shot.
0: Yeah, we're literally counting numbers of who can take the longest shots. You know, Jesus... <laughs> First number was I think 17, nigga. 17 seconds, a whole shot pouring, nigga. Full, full blast, just pouring in his mouth. Takes it. I try to compete him. I think I land like at 15, 12, or some shit like that. Then like we're all taking shots, getting my cousins there. We're getting, we're getting fucked up, bro. You know what I'm saying? I end up, my aunt ends up knocking out. It's just me, my uncle two other random nice niggas. And at that point, I'm super lit. We end up getting another bottle of Bucana. So now we got... You for his
1: jacket. Remember? Uh-huh. You asked him for his jacket. He was about to crease that. Yeah, oh. you were like, let me get your leather jacket. And he was like,
0: what? Oh, uh, no, uh. well, it, it's because at that point, at that point, I think I was just so lit, and I hadn't got lit like that out there, like since the last time I was there. Because I, like I said, I was trying to get ready for the pod. Even though I was geeked out the night before, it wasn't like lit lit. It was just geeked. So anyway, at that point, I'm lit. You know, taking hella shots of Bucanas. I'm right there trying to square up with Tony. Tony looking at me, I'm like, no, "What's up, nigga? What's up?" <laughs> and then I go up to my my Theo Habiscita, bro. there were his compadres from like the other side of the family. I keep looking at that his compadre. I'm like, "I'm finna beat." He had he had a leather jacket on. I was like, "Give me your jacket, bro." Like just bullshitting with this dude. Nah, like literally, literally, you
1: told him straight up in his are "Like, dame tu chamarra." He was like, Qué? "Yeah, Apparently, bro." He was spooked, bro. He didn't know what
0: to do. Yeah, I, 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 at that point, I was just disrespectful, nigga. I was fucked nah, up. Nah, that shit was lit, though. But but all, like, all my homies was behaving, acting cool as hell, like not look making me look bad. I was the only one out here wilding. And then it came like the end of the night. Chins is like, "Okay, me and Jv." Are to head out because we're not really sipping like that and it's late i'm like all right i feel that let me go with y'all obviously because i'm not gonna stay out here so then my cousin he recently bought a house up in lancaster it's about an hour away he's like nah you guys gotta come with us to lancaster i'll drive y'all i'll drive y'all so then chin's like nah i'm good jv's like nah i'm good so then me jesus and tony were like fuck it i'm down let's get it so then we, we try to go get in his car and then he's like oh fuck bro i forgot i got furniture i, li- I literally don't fit but just jump in Chin shit And then c- follow me Like we'll all stay over there We got space for everybody But obviously my nigga Did not want to go stay Like an hour away right We're like fuck it Let's just go to the hotel So anyway We ended up getting the car We ended up heading to the hotel Whole, bottle Whole bo- Oh yeah by the way Since I thought we were Going to go to my cousin's house My cousin was like Make sure to take the bottle. So I was like, bet. So I grabbed the bottle. Not I'm not one of those niggas that just show up to places and take the bottle that I bring. But all the liquor stores were closed. So my uncle was like, nah, if you're gonna go to Martin's house, take the bottle, take the bottle. So I get the bottle, right? I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna take it. You know, ain't shit else to drink. So we we got so now we got the whole 1,800 bottle in the hotel. We're just staring at it, big old dumbass bottle. And then Jesus takes off his shirt. I don't know where just shirtless as shit, nipples out, hair out, everything, chain all out, look like a fucking Russian mafia nigga. And then I'm like, fuck, nigga. Then I don't know where Tony takes his shirt off just looked like a straight bitch then I'm like fuck it I took my shirt off <laughs> everybody threw up nigga <laughs> and then anyway so we're all kicking it right there no shirt in the hotel 2-3 in the morning bro Put we grabbed the, all the coke nigga threw that shit on the table we just breaking up lines, taking shots. These niggas are taking shots, bro. Nasty ass shots. I'm just drinking the beer and truly's that were left over from the interview that we did earlier that day from the sink. So we're we're sipping, bro. Next thing we know, like we're fucking done with the coke. No, no more yak. The no more. The bottle was maybe about, uh, maybe about a two. Finger. Yeah, maybe about uh, maybe about a finger or two fingers left in that motherfucker. So it was not much at all. But 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 you know, it's a big bottle. It's probably about a shot for each of us or whatever. Anyway, um. We They ended up, like, passing around the bottle. At this, some somewhere in this fucking night, Melo gets up off the bed, and he takes his shirt off. So now everybody's just chilling with no shirt in the fucking one bedroom with six beds in it. Little ass space. Everybody musty as shit. By the way, it smelled like dog shit. I thought somebody shit themselves on the fucking bench, but apparently not. It just smelled like we just are horrible people and all (laughs) smell like shit. So anyway, we ended up... uh, we ended up, uh, kept drinking, and for those of you guys that don't know, there's a little bit, b- bit of a backstory here. Melo and Tony, they don't have beef, but they're not the best of friends. A few, maybe about five, six years ago, we were at a house party at some lame-ass niggas crib, and then Melo... and then what? <laughs> boy, Mello was
1: about
0: to kill you, and then I <laughs> was, about, Mello, Mello was about to shoot you. He was, about to, he was about to kill me, and
1: then somebody else was about to hit me and then rape me.
0: <laughs> so after that. So, so anyway, we're at, the, we're at we're at a party, right? And then you know Tony, he liked to fuck around, you know, Melo liked to fuck around too. So they were kind of being overly friendly with each other. Eventually, Tony, I think he said some gay shit no, to him. I grabbed gra-
1: he was grabbing me, right? Uh, being all touchy, lovey, dovey. So mm-hmm. I was like, alright, I don't really know you like that. So I was like, fuck it. I was like, so I grabbed him, I grabbed him by his thigh. <laughs> and then he got all met like serious. He was like, I, I don't know him like that. So he was like Bro, what the fuck? Don't we touch him in the- and he stood up? So I stood up. I was like, hey, I ain't gonna be no bitch nigga. Step down to the little ass nigga. So he started grabbing me, started pushing me. He wanted to slam me against the wall. And I was really close to the wall. So when I felt he was starting like stepping towards the wall to slam me to make me look bad. As soon as before even I even touched the wall, 360. I I was like, I kicked in <laughs> los motores nigga six one okay. nine I was like, I was like, Hell, I'm not, I'm not gonna get slammed on this one nigga. a little like a bitch so boom I went like this I grabbed him nigga I started pushing all the way back I didn't even touch the one nigga. I just fucking went straight forward and I started pushing him back all the way all the way all the way, all the way. and everybody was like yo, you, yo 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 stop 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 let him go, let him go And then this nigga he got up And then they, everyone
0: just Started splitting us off Yeah, so basically that was their, their That's part. basically what happened So they were about to get in a fight Ended up not fighting But they both kind of Grabbed each other Yeah And that's that, that that's what happened here In Aurora But then When we were out in Cali Everybody's getting drunk And we bring up the subject again Because you know Niggas is niggas And we gonna talk shit about it So Melo's like Damn bro, I almost beat your ass Tony's like Nigga, I almost fucked your ass up <laughs> And I'm gonna be 100% real right here Not me being biased Or nothing for the people that don't know Tony, he is built like a, a working man, you know, he looks like your average dad dad bod. But that nigga is swole as fuck. If you look at his arms, they're swole. And when he flexes, he got a big big muscle tone, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't realize how strong he was until that night. So, I so then so we're kicking it right, we're, we're all kicking it whatever. Then eventually I'm like, "You know what?" I'm going to lay down. I don't want to fucking... I don't want to deal with this. Like, there's about to be no more tequila. There's no more beer. I'm going to lay down, try to get some sleep. It was
2: already, like, 5 in the
0: morning. It was already 5 a.m., but it was still dark out, but it was 5 a.m. You could already hear some birds chirping. So, then, eventually, we... So, then, we actually ran out of Coke. We had no more Coke. We did nine grams of fucking Coke. So, I'm laying down, right? And then, this nigga, Tony, just keeps, like coming up to my bed he's just like what's up babe and he's like what's up bitch like, he, he's, he be, he's half aggressive half lovey dovey and I'm but he's so drunk out of his mind yeah, like the that. coke wasn't even doing nothing like it wasn't like keeping us geek nothing we were just gone like by the way like, it's, like I said the whole bottle is gone you know these niggas drank more tequila than niggas can handle so yeah, yeah so niggas is fucked up bro so at this point I'm like bro get away from me like you're being annoying like I was really really pressed I'm not even gonna lie to y'all like I, I, was I was annoyed I was annoyed at that night at, at that point in time I annoying and then jesus jesus was just gassing them you know he's just (laughs) no jesus is not like aggressive drunk he's just a laid-back chill dude he's gonna go with the flow so i mean he's having fun you know he's he's watching tony fuck with me so he's laughing i get it you know it's funny and then mellow jumps in my bed And he's laying down next to me. He's like, let me cuddle, bro. Let me cuddle. I'm like, bro, y'all need to get the fuck away from me. So then everybody... And then Chins wakes up out of nowhere. And Chins wakes up and he grabs Tony off of me. He's like, bro, get off of him. Obviously in a jokingly matter, you know, he's not... You know, we're all friends. But regardless, he got him away from me. So then finally everybody steps away, right? And then we're like, fuck it, let's lay down. So then uh, Jesus... Goes up to his bed,
1: Damn,
0: and, and we're, we're all just... I'm going to tell you. So we're all just in yeah. bed. The only people that are up bullshitting is Melo and Tony, the only two ops. So I'm like, fuck. Like, I don't even like to have <laughs> these niggas too close to each other. They're like fucking beta fish, nigga. Like, you know, you have to... <laughs> they're, like time bombs, they're, they're nice and cool, but you got to keep them separate or else they're fun to eat each other, nigga. Like, so I'm like, fuck, um, whatever. you know. But they weren't being aggressive or nothing. But then they started talking about that night, da-da-da. And then Melo... Melo got a little bit more aggressive, like... Man, fuck you, nigga, da da da. Like, I think he was trying to bullshit, like, he was kidding, but in a drunk way.
2: But he and, wasn't I, that drunk, my nigga. Tony
0: was off. Yeah, it? he wasn't that drunk, but I think he realized how drunk Tony was. Tony was fucked he's up, you know? he drunk. He's saying he doesn't even remember this. So then Tony, so then Melo was like, What's up, nigga? What's up? And then Tony was like, Nigga, what's up? But Tony, like, I said, like, at this point, I seen his muscles come out, like, his shoulder, his. <laughs> I was like, Nigga, what the, where the fuck do these muscles come from, nigga? <laughs> they just, like, all under fucking truly fat. I don't even know, bro. Like, <laughs> But anyway, like this nigga, like he fucking super saiyan this shit. I was like, holy, this nigga hair got long, everything, bro. I'm like, what? I'm like, what the fuck? So I get, I get, you know, I I, I just see them like like fucking around, right? Like, I'm, they're, they're like, oh, they're fucking around, hey, right? I actually have this on video. Oh, I'm, send it to me. We're going. I have this on, and
2: they're they're fighting, and you you get up eventually. And you break them up, and you're screaming at them. Damn! Like, the uh, fuck? I want to bring on, trip. Yeah, and I do remember. Yeah, something. so, and then, so and then like you calm them down. They're all,
0: like, are cool. And you start walking away, and as soon as you walk away, they go back at it. <laughs> See, yeah. So I tried to. So I, anyway, so I had got up when and I felt like it was getting a little too serious, and I felt like Tony entered because I've seen only Tony do this one time where he enters this stage of like rage where he kind of just blanks out. Like I don't give a fuck who you are. Like I'm gonna fuck this nigga up. I think the last time it happened was at Chin's house. Some fucking homeless crackhead came all the way to the back of the house where <laughs> we were at and he just started fucking with the chairs and Tony was like, nigga, what? Nah, th- he said some sweet
1: shit to me. He's, he said, <laughs> like, what's up, this and that? Like some baggy shit. And I was like, what the fuck, man? I don't even know you like
0: that. So yeah, so then Tony grabbed the chair and the table and he just flipped it. And I thought he was bullshitting, but then he was like, nah, fuck that, fuck that. I was like, oh shit, like this nigga is not right in the head. So I was like, fuck that. <laughs> so you warned me and I was like, nah, I don't believe it.
2: So I pushed the niggas' button and I made that. I made him keep drinking. Fuck that, bro. Fuck that, bro. Then. That's how Tony. Well, well, well,
0: well, then I, I got up, right? So I get up from, uh, I get up from the bed. You know, I try to separate them, like I said, like they said. I went back to bed. Then they kind of get back in their face. So at this point, I'm pissed. So I get up. I'm like, man, fuck y'all, niggas. Like I start pushing Tony like back. Like I'm like, dude, like. What, what's going on you know what I'm saying like really like you can't fucking snap out of it so I'm looking him in the fucking face because like I said y'all if no, for people that listen to the podcast y'all know I'm never in a bad mood I'm always in a good mood my friends know that I don't get mad it's whatever to me you know I let shit slide but at that point I'm mad because I'm like dude Kenji was
1: mad for sure I
0: was I was mad bro I got mad I got I got I, I turned I you know I was on my big bro shit bro so I'm like nah nigga like fuck that like leave that shit alone like I'm done with that like Get the fuck in your bed, bro. And then he was like, "Man, fuck that, fuck that." And then I, he was like, "All right, all right, bro." He's like, "All right, bro, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that, bro. I'm gonna do that." I was like, "Bet." And then I told Melo, I'm like, "Bro, get back, get back in your fucking bed, bro. Like, it, just let, leave it alone. Cause if you keep fucking with him, like, I know you big and tough, cause you know a lot of niggas be big and tough and shit. And even when it comes down to it, they still be big and tough, but they don't know what they're gonna get into, right? So I'm like, I don't want these niggas to fight. You know, I'm not gonna say Tony's gonna fuck them up, but. Most likely that was going to happen. So I didn't want that shit to be a problem. You know, we all fluted there together. We're a fucking team. You know, we just did this fucking podcast that probably nobody in our city has done. You know, we're doing, we're taking this podcast shit to the next level. Not to be on no cocky shit, but a lot of it is because I surround myself with a team that helps me build and helps me c- create content, you know? So I don't want people in my own fucking team not liking each other, having problems. Not saying that Melo is a part of like my team officially, but he, got, he made this happen, bro. I'm not going to take any credit away from him. So I fuck with that, you know? Anyway, the, the point of the story, what I'm trying to get at is that Mello ends up going back up to his bunk bed. Tony is still fucking heated, but I'm like, whatever. Who's going to punch me? So then I turn around out of nowhere, bro. I just hear punches loud as fuck, like doom, doom, doom. But he's not punching a person. He's punching like a hard surface. So I turn around. This nigga Tony done boxed it out. With the fucking bunk bed, bro. This dude <laughs> this dude gave the, the bunk bed the beats, boy. Just Dude, literally throwing combos. Toon, I thought it was Canelo's parring, bro. I was like, damn, bro, you getting this ass. And then, uh, dude, I'm telling he hit the fucking wood so hard that his knuckles started gushing blood. I was like, nigga, you are fucking crazy. And then he's like, all right, bro. And this whole time he's doing it, wearing these fucking whatever the fucking boots he wears <laughs> nigga <you> got the <laughs> nigga got the pilgrim twos on <laughs> I love my nigga but yeah, it. it's just funny and then uh, on top of that that's not even the end of it this nigga starts taking off his belt bro he takes off his belt now I'm back laid down the only nigga walking around the room is Tony and he has a fucking belt in his hand you know I'm like fuck He's probably either gonna whoop us or he's gonna put Melo in a chokehold with the belt and he's gonna kill him. Cause I'm, our, I'm not, I don't even feel like saving that nigga right now. You know, we already got the podcast, for so Get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but no, so then I'm like, fuck, you know, and then this fool starts hitting the bunk beds hard, bro. Like everybody gets up, like what the fuck? He's just slapping them hard with the belt, like full force, bro. We're, we're all scared. We're like, I don't know what it's like school shooter situation. Like, we I hope it's not me, nigga. Like, fuck. So then eventually this nigga's like, all right, my bed, bro, my bed. He get <laughs> he gets in his fucking bed, starts laying down, and then I and I'm geeked as hell still. I don't know where I just hear this nigga start snoring, bro. And I'm Man. like, fuck.
2: Last night, I have of us drinking that night, We was up to 7.30. 7.30 Damn. drinking. Damn. Damn. We, we went to sleep, and we woke up, like, at
0: 10. Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all yeah, went to sleep. But, yeah, so these guys went to sleep like around seven thirty, eight a.m., bro. I ended up staying up. I just went to sit on the bench, bro. At that point, the whole apartment smells like shit. We've been in there two days. I, I'm, like, done with everything, right? I don't got no more Coke. My life is amazing at that point. I, I'm loving it. But at the same time, I'm like, dude... Is the last day you know that last day you just start getting melancholy what is it melancholy? melancholy 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 yeah so I'm like fuck and I start to feel sick almost so then uh, eventually the homies all get up you know it's 10am Tony gets up by the way Tony I don't know what the fuck demon touched you when you were younger <laughs> this nigga just like he, he doesn't everybody wakes up says good morning yo, what's up y'all doing what's up what's up what's up Tony just doesn't say what's up. Tony just puts his fucking pants and underwear down. And he just starts flashing us his ass. And we're all just looking at his ass. And he's just like, you want to fuck me, daddy? I'm like, nigga, nobody want to fuck you, bro. Put that shit away. And it would be funny if it was only like, okay, he did it once. We looked. ha ha, ha. Bro, like an hour goes by. This nigga's just... Doggy style, like he just like, who want to fuck me? I'm like nigga, put your pants up. Why are you spreading your cheeks, bro? Nobody stepped up
1: to the plate. Nah, <laughs> I
0: got I got to a point where I was like, nigga, that ain't even that bad. Like I'm, <laughs> I was on, I, I, I I was on my DC Young Fly ship. I was, bring that ass here, boy. Let me see. Right. I was I, like like I was like hooker or homie. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what are the, They both start with an H. But anyway, so that that's not even the funniest part. That's not even the funniest part, bro. So anyway, eventually everybody's like, "All right, Tony, like, fucking knock it off." And of course, Tony's like, "Fuck y'all, my ass gonna be out all night." So he burger? so he leaves his ass out. He's by the way, he's still drunk at this he time.
2: Out a, a mushroom burger
1: oh,
0: I, t- I don't want to throw up this episode. <laughs> Here, all right, take a,
1: take a bomb.
0: Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. So I end up, uh I end up, Jesus Christ, that's disgusting. So this nigga goes to the fucking trash can. This nigga goes to the fucking trash, the, the, the trash can. And there was, there was leftover Shake Shack from the night before. Pulls out a, a mushroom burger from the trash can. And just just puts it in his mouth and eats it, bro. (laughs) By the way, this is the same nigga that say in and out is nasty, bro. (laughs) Eats a mushroom burger out the fucking garbage, bro. That's disgusting. I almost threw up again right now. So I'm I'm looking at him eat this burger. Just like right now. (laughs) Fuck. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good.
1: Did you finish your bowl? <laughs> anyway, so... so. <laughs> <laughs> That's how stop,
0: stop. In and out sucks, nigga. Stop talking about that shit, nigga. This is custom. So anyway, this idiot eats that whole burger, then for some reason ends up knocking back out. <laughs> then he wakes up again with his ass out, you know? I know, you know, you guys want to know how I know Tony's awake? is when he starts putting his pants down and showing his ass. I'm like, oh, this nigga's up. Now he wants somebody to fuck him. So anyway, this motherfucker ends up... Nobody did. So this motherfucker ends up getting up, right? He's just walking around the whole apartment. He has his pants, his whole ass is out. Like he's not showing dick, but we seen for sure pubes. And then, <laughs> and then like Mello, Mello's up top of the bunk bed. You know, Mello's still mad from last night. He's not mad, but he's still talking shit about last night. He like, bro, you a bitch ass nigga, like, like you a hoe, da da da. And then Mello's phone is charging, like on the first floor. So then Mello grabs the, the like he grabs his cable and tries to pull the charger so the phone yeah. can.
2: This nigga Tony had told him to shut the fuck up and go to sleep. Oh, so then
0: the Melo swung on him, but while he swung his phone fell off the bunk bed. Oh, okay. Okay. So so Melo had told I mean sorry, Tony told Melo to go back to go to fuck back to sleep. Then I guess Melo swung on him and then his phone fell off the bed. So he tries to pull the phone back up through with the with the cable and Tony <laughs> catches the fucking phone halfway up to the to where it was going and he's like, "Nigga, I'll fucking shove this phone up my ass." He says that. He's like, I'll shove this phone up my ass, bro. Now, I'm like, oh, he's, that's funny. You know, obviously, he's not going to shove the phone up his ass. Oh, and behold, bro, this nigga grabs the phone, digs in his ass, bro, lets the phone go, and the phone is literally just hanging out his fucking ass, bro, puts the Android in his ass, bro and we're, he just walking around Melo's looking at him like what the fuck like is this my real life right now happening nigga i'm in la like nigga that's how tony that's how tony officially became a booty call nigga put the fucking whole phone in his ass and he's walking around he's like what's up bro dapping me up got a whole got a whole phone in his ass i'm like bro why are you dapping me up nigga you got something up your ass bro
1: all time you did that me up though like, yeah, you
0: know, man. I was like, I think I'm going to put my face up his ass and shit. So he, we, we, eventually he gives Mello the phone back. Mello has to get sanitizing wipes to wipe it down. And that was probably one of the funniest moments of the trip, if not the funniest. And then from there, you know, we're all, we all get ready. We're like, fuck it, let's ride, you know. Tony's like, let's get more coke. I'm like, nigga, no, that's enough. Nigga. You put shit up your ass already. I'm done. We're not doing no more coke. So then uh, we, we're like, what the fuck do we do? What do we do? We're like, fuck it, let's step out, you know. So we end up going, uh, Do we go somewhere for breakfast? Well, oh, we boy, went to yeah. Venice, yeah. But before that, did we eat somewhere?
1: Yeah, you guys went out somewhere. Oh, we went to In n Out. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to In and we went we went to In and Out. Maxed that In n Out again. And then after that, we we're like, "Fuck it, let's go to the beach." You know, some of the homies we ain't been there ever. So we went to the Venice Beach. We're walking up and we didn't really walk much. I waited for them while they walked. But, <laughs> but 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 them niggas walked up and down. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, we we were kicking it, we we're sparking. You know, we we hit the dispensary too. I bought a Stizzy. Oh, by the way, anybody who has Stizzy pods out here. Holla at me. I need some. But anyway, we're walking around Venice. You know, Tony's just acting a fool. At this point, I'm done with Tony. In my head, I'm like, bro, Tony, you are never coming back on the trip with me again. You are the most annoying, lame, ugly motherfucker to bring. I'm telling you, at that point, I was real deal annoyed. I was like, bro, like... I'm annoyed. Like, I'm annoyed. But I get it. You know, at that point, it's like, fuck you, nigga. Like, he's having fun, right? I do not know so, what happened
1: that night before. Yeah. I blacked out. Yeah, well, yeah, I
0: know you blacked out. That's so why you're punching the fucking wall. I got most and, of it on video. And, a, 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 and then, and anyway, so we end up going to Venice. We're kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we At that point, I hadn't slept at all since we got to L.A. Besides the one little hour before Manny Tololoche got to the hotel. So then uh, we end up... Uh, we end up uh, sitting back in the car. And we're literally looking at the Pacific Ocean. And the guys are like, well, fuck it. I want to keep walking back. I want to keep walking. You know, we got hell of time before our plane leaves. Plane left at 11 p.m. It's maybe 5 or 6. So we're like, fuck it. Go ahead. Go walk. You know, I'm going to stay here. And I ended up knocking out for like four fucking hours. Like, these guys literally got back in the car, went cruising on Rodeo Drive, went back in Hollywood. We're all over L.A. I was knocked out in the shotgun seat, just knocked out cold because I finally could sleep, you know? And uh, then eventually we ended up uh, taking the car back to Enterprise. That's where we got the fucking van from. Oh no! Before that, tacos. we before that we ended up getting some tacos. More tacos. Oh, tacos. Yeah, we went to Pobre Tacos. Shout out Pobre Tacos in L. A. They had a few different varieties. So we ended up pulling up. They had a uh, like oh, good shit, you know. So we ended up getting tacos and like do, total, those. Total
2: like forty tacos.
0: Yeah, we got like forty tacos total, bro. That tacos were fucking fire, straight gas and then like straight guys niggas was shitting forever after that but anyway (laughs) well we also got ended up I ended up getting a street hot dog we got street hot dogs in Venice there was some guy selling uh Beers, yeah, illegal. yeah, illegally selling beers and tequila mixed drinks like out of a cooler, and he also had street hot dogs. So we maxed on all that shit, and then yeah, and then on, we we took we ended up taking the fucking car back.
2: Hey, our homie
0: Harrison came for your Oh yeah, when we right as we're leaving the fucking uh, taco truck, we're getting back in the car. We're getting we're running late to get to the airport. Uh We met this fucking dude that seemed real cool at the beginning. And then after a while, uh, he's, his, him and his homie, we're just talking outside the dispensary next to the taco spot. And I'm looking at my homie, and he's telling me about all the drugs he's done. His name is Harrison. The guys, Tony and Jesus, are talking to him. And I was like, damn, bro, that's what's up, bro. And then, he po- and then I, I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, bro, I, you know, last time I was here, I did kri kri. you know, it was crystal meth and all that. And, dude, like, without a fucking hassle, this dude points at his homie or his roommate that he said was right next to him. And he's like, yeah, bro, that dude loves crystal meth. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, they he's just exposing that nigga like that for but I was like, oh, that's what's up. I was like, have you ever tried heroin? Like as a joke, you know. Me and the homies, I was like, oh, meth, heroin. And this nigga's like, yeah, bro, I fuck with heroin. I was like, oh shit, nigga, like I don't even, I don't even know what to say with that information, nigga. And I was like, what's up with some bitches? You know, Tony and I, you know, what I'm saying we trying to get some hoes. He's like, bro, I got bitches right now, two hundred bucks, I'll bring them, two hundred bucks. I was like, nah, bro, I'm already on my way out. He's like, fuck it, bro, have her suck your dick in the car. I'm like, mm, don't sound bad, don't sound bad. But I was like, nah, nah, we gotta go. So we ended up getting all our shit, bro. We ended up heading back to the fucking enterprise. We turn our car in as we turn our car in i'm walking away and for those of you guys that watch the video clips that i put up you know i'm always wearing sunglasses and shit i do that just to kind of keep my eyes closed and i can focus on what i'm talking about so right now i'm not wearing sunglasses but my eyes are closed anyway fucking um i fucking we walk like three steps away from the car and i realize my sunglasses are hanging on the fucking you know, that shit that basically the, the, the shit that comes down from the seat, like not the seat, but like the, when, visor. the visor. Yeah, the visor and shit. I left them right there. I was like, fuck my fucking glasses, my Oakley's. Let me go get them real quick. And I start trying to walk back. The dude just fucking speeds up a little bit, just a little bit. And the car moved like five feet. And that was enough for me to be like, yeah, fuck that shit. Like, I'll, I'll buy a new pair. So I ended up, we got back in the shuttle. We're in the shuttle. I mean, we're in the shuttle on our way to the airport. We're already fucking talking to people. People are being assholes. People are telling Tony to shut the fuck up, put his mask on, all this shit. But th- at that point, we didn't give a fuck. We're on our way back home, right? We end up getting in our plane, bro. We all get split up. We all get middle seats, by the way. Fucking JV. I don't know how that happened, but anyway, we end up getting in the seat, bro. And right when I got to my row, um, there was somebody in each side of the seats, and I had to be in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the dude, bro. Literally looked at the dude. Didn't even say shit to him. I just looked at him. And he's like, all right. And he grabbed his shit and moved to the middle seat so I wouldn't have to sit in the middle. I sat in the edge, and then that was pretty much it, man. We flew back home. Everybody went their own way, and now we put out that La Lolocha episode, and, and that was my L.A. trip. Now, mm-hmm. before I wrap up, there was a few more things that's been happening this week. Um, That also I wanted to talk about real quick It might not be as crazy or as funny But it was a big accomplishment for myself So um, we flew back in on I literally flew back from 11pm all the way back down We got back in Chicago at 5.30, almost 6am bro Everybody that I was with damn near had to go to work like in an hour so, Jesus ended up getting his own ride, and then he ended up shooting literally straight to work. Jesus, uh, Chin's got his own ride too. He ended up going straight to work. Literally, everybody went from the airport to their job. Then me, Tony, and Melo went in the same car with JV, and then we dropped off Tony at his job, then Melo got to our apartment because he parked his car at our apartment. Melo ends up going home. Obviously, he has no job. they uh, <laughs> turn that work up. Yeah, but then J- J- JV, JV and me get home. I knock out for like two, three hours. Then at 11, I had to go to the office. So I end up leaving going to work and shit. And I didn't really get no more sleep on Monday, bro. Well, uh, no, actually, when I got home on Monday, I knocked the fuck out. And then the next day, Tuesday, I was still tired when I woke up. But that day was a big day for me. I actually had a a show at the Laugh Factory. Uh, for I mean, everybody's been keeping up. but You know, I've been fucking busy as shit, bro. I end up doing a show at the Laugh Factory. This is the first time I ever get booked for an actual Laugh Factory show, like, a, like ran by the Laugh Factory, because the shows I've done before have been independent shows that they do at the Laugh Factory. I mean, it still counts, but it's just like you got there because maybe you know somebody, a friend. When you get booked for, from the actual club, like, they... They, like, they actually pay you and all that. It's like a fucking... It's a blessing because now you're in locked in with the manager. So the manager hit me up. He's like, do this show. I'm like, bet. So we got back. The show... It ends up getting, like, packed for capacity vibes, you know? But it, it's still a full house. So the first comic goes up. He does all right. Like, basically, the show was going all right, you know? Then I ended up getting on stage at the Laugh Factory, bro. At this point, like I said, L.A. motivates the fuck out of me. I get into, like, a different mindset. So when I got on stage, bro, I just knew, like, oh, no. Like, this is what I want to do in my life. I don't want to be back here in Chicago. I want to be living out there, L.A., hills, all that. I got to go hard if I want to do this, you know? So I grabbed the mic. Literally, from the moment I grabbed the mic to the fucking end of it, just ripped that shit, bro. Like, it was probably one of the best sets of the night it was my best set in a long time every joke i said hit even jokes that weren't jokes just the way i said certain things that people loved it, i just fucking you know what I'm saying i took the top off anyway <laughs> anyway it was a great show right when i got done I, I i had to take the microphone everybody gets their own microphone so i took my microphone upstairs to the green room where the comics kick it and then the manager was sitting right there and then the engineer that does all their video work was sitting up there and he goes up to me he's like bro He's like, bro, that shit was fucking uh, he's like, bro, that shit was fucking lit. Like the, the that was like your clip was loud as fuck. And then the manager's like, dude, you fucking killed it. I was like, dude, well have me back, you know? And the manager was like, dude, send me all your availability, like I'm gonna book you. And I was like, bet. So I got locked in at the Laugh Factory on Tuesday, it was a blessing. Ended up, uh, dude, I ended up getting fucked up because those big clubs, all the comics drink free, so I'm getting shots of Henny, drinks. At the end, people are taking pictures. It, it was a dope-ass night, bro. And then the next, the following day, St. Patrick's Day, I couldn't get a break. We had to do we had to do another show. I did a show at My Buddies in Chicago. Uh, I ended up headlining that show. I got a good, nice little 15-minute set in, and it was a dope-ass crowd. You know, they fucked with me. There was a girl there that ended up giving me money because she liked so much how I performed. It was just a blessing, bro. Everybody was dapping me up. And then finally, on Thursday, which was yesterday, we got to fucking come home and literally kicked it, right? We kicked it yesterday, right? Yeah, we finally kicked it, you know. And getting ready for this episode and shit. Now today, Friday, worked, and now we're, we we did this episode. We're finally done. We're all sitting in this fucking room shirtless, just to keep the LA vibes going.
1: You didn't give him the inside
0: joke. What inside joke? That
1: the reason why we're all shirtless.
0: Because we were shirtless in LA. He did. Well, but he
1: just started.
0: it. Yeah, he said he just took his shirt off. And it was was went,
1: like thirty minutes ago. He did.
0: Yeah, nigga, you yeah. should've. Fuck, nigga, what? Oh shit! Oh my bad. My nigga was just hard as fuck. You inside, yeah, you man. should've listened, dumb bitch. That's why I'm fuck with Tony like that. He retarded. Man, fuck you, then,
1: nigga. Fuck you, nigga. Next time, hey, thank you for taking me to L. A. Though,
0: bro. Yeah, you're welcome for going to L. A. With us. Shit, bro. All right, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate, fun, man. hey, hey. I, I, I'm glad y'all had fun. I'm glad that, like, for a little bit when we was up there in L. A. You know we was up there in the hills and shit. Cause I, the homies hear me talk about this shit, but like we never been up there together yeah. as a group. I so had. like all of us being up there, it was just kind of like a vibe. Like damn, like see this is. Like I'm trying to live like this, bro. It's possible. You see it. You see the view. You see the houses. You see the streets. We're up here now. We just need to be able to afford it. So I'm like, let's get back into it. Let's get to the grind. I feel like it kind of made us all go harder. You know what I'm saying? We will continue to go harder. So I appreciate everybody who's been fucking with the podcast. I appreciate everybody who's been sharing it, fucking with me, fucking with the homies and shit. Uh, yeah, man, I, I really, really do appreciate everything. And I got more shows lined up and shit. Uh, I already got booked at Zany's again. So I'll, I'll drop dates very soon and all that. Um, you guys have a great weekend. Thank you. Please share, share, share. Subscribe.
1: Share that shit. All that,
0: man. Shout out to the homie yeah. Angel who's in the building. Angel's in the building yeah. uh, with no shirt. <laughs> you guys, uh, You guys have a great week. Bye-bye.